0: Well, first of all, I want to thank everybody. It's been great being here these three months. Can you believe it? Three months that we've been here. And uh, you've been a great Sunday church. I thank the pastor, Pastor Nathan also, and Laura for all their help. All, all of you guys that let us borrow things also. Okay. Uh, we've still got them over there at the house, you know. Everybody that cleaned and prepared the house and... Allowed us to stay with them before the house was finished. I mean, there's just a ton of things. Eric with the car, and it's just a real blessing. Because a lot of times, I was telling Pastor Jim, a lot of times, don't understand, we have to keep paying our bills down in Argentina. You know, missionaries have to keep paying their bills. And that's why a lot lot of missionaries don't come home for a long time because you can't can't afford it, you know. Keep, Keep it up two places. So it's a real blessing, and we appreciate it. And I've tried to plug in to Pastor Jim. Pastor Jim's coming down next year. I'm trying to plug in to, you know, to have a group come down, you know, and, and uh, sometime and, and see the work firsthand, you know. So it'd be a real blessing if a group could come down or a couple groups come down over the next year or two. You know, that'd be wonderful uh, to see you all down there and let you guys see the work firsthand. Right now we're getting ready to go into summertime, okay. I told Pastor Jim, Pastor Jim's... Coming in April is just the beginning of fall. It's wonderful. You know, it's a great time. Right now we're getting ready to go into summer, so we're even here. Uh-huh. <laughs> when we land, it's going to be a whole lot nicer. I'm going to tell you that right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. How many of you have been in the military? Would you raise your hands with me, please? One. Only. Oh, two. Only two of us. Three of us. Three of us. Ooh. How many were in before? I'm one of them, okay? Before email, Facebook, printing press. Not that far. <laughs> uh, what's the other one? Like um, Skype, Andy. Now, see, Andy was in the Navy, if I remember right. <laughs> Army, you know. But you know, one of the, the probably one of the highlights was mail call, getting news from back home. Right? You guys ever been in the military? Getting news from back home—that was you know a treat, and I could. Remember, some of you guys probably... get it. Guys that didn't get letters or anything. They were depressed. And there were some that never got any mail. You know? There were some that got a bunch, you know? Some that got some Dear John letters. Those were not good, you know? But there were some that didn't get any. Hmm? I think college... Is, well, maybe not so much today, you know, with all the, everything. But college was the same way. You go down to, you know, your mailbox and you open it up and empty. Oh, what's going on back home, you know? And so, you know, that's very important. And, and so, I asked Pastor Nathan, I just want to make sure I wasn't, you know. What do you guys think of when you hear this phrase? Out of sight? Out of mind. When someone's not there, we tend to forget, right? We tend to forget. I'm not as much as a sports fanatic now as what I used to be before I went to Argentina. Because when I went to Argentina, you know, uh, a phone call was a dollar a minute to call back here, you know. And there was no internet and all that kind of stuff like today. So I lost track of sports. And so I wasn't, you know, my wife, he couldn't even tell you last night, I was a whole lot calmer last night than what I used to be. <laughs> I watching a Buckeyes game, you know. And because what? Out of sight, out of mind. You know, you start forgetting and you and you lose the passion hmm, for things like that. And that's what I want to talk to you tonight. Philippians chapter 4. Out of sight, out of mind. And what I want to talk about is the fellowship or the relationship between uh, a missionary and their church. And it's a two-way street. I understand it's a two-way street. So it has to come from both sides. What we're going to see tonight. And... We're going to see the Apostle Paul. I believe the Apostle Paul is the example of how we ought to do missions. He was a church planting missionary. He went preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ, getting people saved, baptizing and organizing them into local churches. Because for for God, the local church is very important. God wants a local church... So the people can become members and serve Him through the local church. God has chosen the vehicle of the local church to fulfill His will on planet earth. And so that's why I believe the Apostle Paul was uh, and is the example of what we ought to be as missionaries. We ought to go preaching the gospel, organizing them into local churches... So, that they can grow and serve and glorify God there in their local church. And Paul, how many of you have ever taken time to study the book of Philippians? Besides Pastor, I know Pastor, you know. You can't study it and, and not understand that there was a special relationship between the Apostle Paul and the Philippians. There was just, on both parts, they loved him, he loved them. There was just something special between him and this church of the Philippians. And we're going to read verses 10 through 19. He says, "But But I rejoiced in the Lord greatly that now at the last your care of me hath flourished again, wherein you were also careful, but you lacked opportunity. Not that I speak in respect of want, for I have learned in whatsoever state I am therewith to be content. I know both how to be abased and I know how to abound. Everywhere and in all things I am instructed both to be full and to be hungry, both to abound and to suffer need. I can do all things through Christ which strengtheneth me. Notwithstanding, ye have well done that ye did communicate with my affliction. Now ye Philippians know also that in the beginning of the gospel, when I departed from Macedonia, no church communicated with me as concerning giving and receiving, but ye only. For even in Thessalonica, ye sent once and again unto my necessity. Not because I desire a gift, but I desire fruit that may abound to your count. But I have all and abound. I am full, having received of Epaphroditus the things which were sent from you, an odor of a sweet smell, a sacrifice acceptable, well-pleasing to God. But my God shall supply all your need according to His riches and glory by Christ Jesus. Let's pray. Father, thank you so much for your word. Thank you for this uh, example that we have here of the relationship between the Apostle Paul and this church of the Philippians, and I ask, Lord, that you would help us to use it as a model for our relationship also, and we'll give you thanks in Jesus' name, amen. Fellowship. I, I, usually in a Baptist church, when you say fellowship, the first thing that you think about is chicken, chicken food, right? <laughs> <laughs> But, you know, fellowship is really a a relationship. You know, if somebody says, I I am fellowshipping with Christ. Now, we can fellowship with Jesus Christ, can we not? Yes, Yes, we can. And we can fellowship, and where's he at? But we can fellowship, and we can fellowship without eating. Huh? What a unique idea, right? And we can fellowship even though we may be separated by seven thousand miles. We can still fellowship. Hmm? Because really fellowship is really thinking about one another. It's a it's being companions in something. It's you and I working together. It's you and I having an understanding. And really, you know, I think of it as this love. True, genuine fellowship is fueled by love. Hmm? And and that's what we need to have. And that's what I believe that the Apostle Paul and this church of the Philippians had. And he he, he marks a few things uh, of this church. And this church has some unique characteristics. You understand when Paul writes this, there is no internet, right? There was, there were no iPhones. Uh, there were even phones on the walls back in those days, right? I mean, the mail uh, was slower than Pony Express, huh? But it did not stop them. It did not stop them from showing love because real love always has to show itself. It's not just words. And sometimes and it's human nature, out of sight, out of mind. I'll be praying for you. A few months rolls by, and all of a sudden, man, I haven't prayed for him in three, three weeks. You know? Or, you know, we've been in some churches, and some people get excited, you know, and say, can we communicate with you by email? Sure, you know, if I get an email, I... Always, you know, they send me a couple, you know, and then all of a sudden, they're gone. You know, real love always has to show itself by its actions. And this church, and you realize, this church was not a rich church. Uh, what we're talking about, this, this fellowship goes beyond money. Huh? Real fellowship has nothing to do with money. Huh? I mean, it can include something. It can, like here, it can include money, but that really is not based on that. It's based on the relationship uh, that we have and that we want to build upon. Huh? A lot of marriages started with a friendship, did not? Be careful, Pastor Jim, huh? Begins with a friendship and then all of a sudden the guy pops the question, you know? And that is what, you know, I believe that the Sunday church and the missionary, you know, it needs to have a, that type of friendship, Amen. huh, between us where we don't forget you all and you all don't forget us, huh? Amen. That I don't forget that Michigan guy. <laughs> and that Michigan guy doesn't forget me, you know? And boy, I'm t- I'm gonna remember that OH. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> Ooh, I like that. And when I think I'm gonna think of Shauna too, you know. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> but it's that relationship that we've started and we want to keep building. Huh? Because we're in this thing together. Because fellowship is based around something. And the something for you and I is to reach the world with the gospel of Jesus Christ. Amen. Knowing that we're preaching the same gospel just in a different place, in a different language. Practicing discipleship and everything just like you guys are doing here. And so we're an extension of Grace Baptist uh, in Argentina. And so we want to keep growing our relationship with one another. And we do that. Paul so shows us here in verse 10. He says, But I rejoiced in the Lord greatly that now at the last your care of me hath flourished again, wherein you were also careful, but you lacked opportunity. Their care flourished for him again. And, and with that, you know, I put, I think of the word interest. They showed Paul that they were interested in him and the ministry that he was doing. Huh? That they were interested in the apostle Paul. Hmm? Some of the churches forgot who he was, you know. Some of them, if you read Corinthians, uh, some of them were even starting to go against him. This church loved him, loved the work that he was doing, were thinking about him, showing an interest In him. And I I think that that again. It's a two-way street. That the church shows interest. In the work that the missionary is doing. But also the missionary. Shows interest in the work. That the church is doing. Hmm? Now the pastor doesn't know this. But he's going to be getting. Emails saying. How is the building going? Because, you know, I was praying that we would break ground before we left. I wanted to be here for that, you know. I want to see some pictures. You know. We want to feel a part of that groundbreaking day. Because it's going to be special. To show the interest. These, These people showed interest in what he was doing. Because they were a part. We understand. The Apostle Paul started this church, the Philippian church. And then he left to go somewhere else to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. And this Philippians church was showing him that they were interested not just in him, but the work that he was doing. And the day we're going to find out, they became a part of that work. That's why he says, fruit abounding to your account. Why? Because they became a literal part of. In the work of the Apostle Paul. They showed interest. Verse 14. It says notwithstanding you have well done. That you did communicate with my affliction. Showed concern. Huh? They were showing concern for the Apostle Paul. Uh, They wanted to meet his needs. They wanted to help him. Hmm? And again, to me, showing concern is, uh, I understand in his situation, they were sending offerings for him to meet his, to me, I want us to understand this, to me, it's just, it's showing concern one for another. It's showing concern, the church, for the work in Argentina, and on our part, for the work that you are doing here. Huh? Some of you that you know, we've got to spend some time with, we've got to know a little bit. How's it going, you know? What's going on in Awana, Justin? Huh? Things like that showing concern for each other, for the ministries that we're involved in, huh? for if we want to say, man, so-and-so got saved. Rejoicing together. Huh? showing concern one for another, for for the not who we are, but also for our families, for our ministries, what's going on. They were showing concern for the Apostle Paul. And in verse 15, a very important aspect, he says, Now you Philippians know also that in the beginning of the gospel, when I departed from Macedonia, no church communicated with me as concerning giving and receiving, but ye only. Now, again, I want to, I'm not focusing on money tonight, okay? Let's put that part. What I want to focus on is this. No church communicated with me, but ye only. No church communicated with me, but ye only. How many churches missed out on a blessing? Really? Thinking about the Apostle Paul. How many churches blew it? Because they were not communicating with the Apostle Paul, and you know today, we were. It's not like when we were in the Ar- army, navy back in those days, huh, where it was snail mail. It was snail, you know. A lot of times the letters got lost in the mail, right? Post, post. I used to be a carrier, Okay, uh, we're not perfect. <laughs> Sometimes the mail gets lost. You've heard the stories, you know, letters from World War II, World War I, just being, you know. But today, do we have an excuse not to communicate with one another? I mean, you think about uh, the technology that we have. There, I, got, I got a text from Pastor Jacobs up in Maslin on my Argentina phone. I'm thinking, I told Pam, I said, I haven't even given out this number to anybody. How did he get, get a text sent to my Argentine phone? It was just unbelievable. Say that, yeah, hey, praying for you during this change, praying that you'll not lose even one church, support of one church. Communi- today it is so great. When we first went to Argentina, it was ham radio once a month. How many of y'all know what ham radio is? Not many. It was once a month. And if my schedule was messed up or my follow up schedule was messed up or the guys up in Columbus who did our patch through was messed up or my mom and dad's was messed up, we missed uh, being able to talk to my family. Today is wonderful. You know, I can call my mom anytime I want from Argentina now. When we first got down there, it was a dollar a minute. Now, I, you know, I got Magic Jack. I can call anywhere in the United States. It doesn't cost me a dime. You know, I love that. I can call her all the time. You know? We have so many different ways to communicate with one another. That it should not be huh, a problem. Amen. I mean, Pastor Nathan could even send me those, uh, what do you call them, skits that they do. Those video skits. I still have not seen those either, brother. Because huh? now you can put them up in the cloud, you know. I just have to learn how to bring them down, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but I have a son-in-law who could help me do that, you know. But we can send each other videos. That is unbelievable with what we can do today with the technology that we have. It should not be a problem. It goes back to making the time, which goes back to having that concern And love to build the relationship. The Philippians. Even as hard as it was. To keep a communication. Did it. Communicated with the Apostle Paul. Time and again. You know sometimes. They even sent people to. Minister. To the Apostle Paul. They sent a person. Go find it. Make sure everything's okay. If he needs anything. You take care of him. Hmm? Because that's how much they cared and loved the Apostle Paul. And that's what we need to do with each other. Huh? And that's that's the relationship that we need to build with one another. So that we can really be in this thing together. And the last thing, folks, is in verse 16. It says, For even in Thessalonica he said, Once... And again, under my necessity. Again, I'm throwing out the money. To me, this is showing that they really loved the Apostle Paul. You know? He was out of sight, but he wasn't out of mind. Hmm? And real love, real love, real love does that. You can be thousands of miles apart. And real love keeps up the flame, Hmm? keeps it going. And these Philippians, even though they were poor, they showed the Apostle Paul that they loved him. Hmm? And folks, Paul showed that he loved them. Again, it's a two way street. It didn't fall all this just on the Philippian church. The Apostle Paul started the whole thing rolling. And he kept up with them. He sent this letter to them. And this, this is one of my favorite books in the Bible, Philippians. This is a great book. He's in jail, right? And over and over again, he's saying what? Rejoice. And I think he's thinking of them and is rejoicing. Hmm? You think of your, your kids, right? And you cry. Hopefully not. Hopefully when you're thinking of your kids, you're rejoicing. These Christians were the Apostle Paul's kids. And he was to them their dad. And they were rejoicing together. There was a mutual love between the Philippians and the Apostle Paul. And folks, these things don't happen overnight. You have to keep it gone. These things cannot happen in just three months together. We've got to keep it gone. Yeah, but Steve, you guys are going to be 7,000 miles away. We're going to be here. You're going to be busy in the ministry. We're going to be busy here. Yeah, we're going to be busy. Uh, That's just life. But it doesn't mean that we cannot keep up the fellowship. We just have to make the effort. That's what it is. Just carve out a little bit of time. Again, I'm I'm not talking, you know, I'm talking about an email here and there, you know, something like that, a phone call here and there, what, you know. It's just us making the time and wanting to continue building a relationship. You guys have been great for us. And I want you to know, we prayed a long time. When we saw Doctor doctrinal error in our other church, we prayed for a long time. Lord, who? You know, What church? What pastor? Because you can't separate the pastor from the church and God we believe that God brought us together. We really do. We really believe that God brought us together. And we want to be a part of this church. I know we haven't been around very much, but you know, but we want to be a part of Grace Baptist Church. We want to be a part of that building program that's going on. Huh? we want to see and be a part of Awana. Even though we're not working there, we can still pray, right? You may not work, be working physically in Argentina, but you could be praying. Huh? And we can only pray for each other as we know what's going on hmm? in each other's lives and ministry. The Philippians and the Apostle Paul took the time to build a great relationship. And, folks, we, with you, want to take that time and effort to build that type of relationship. And that's why we've opened and said, if some groups want to come down, we're we're open to host. We will not pay. One of the brothers, I said, if we're going to pay. No, we will not pay, but we will host you down there. Huh? <laughs> you will not have to sleep on the streets, and you will not have to pay a hotel bill either, okay? But we do love you all. We want to build a great relationship as we work together to glorify our Savior, Jesus Christ, because we are Grace Baptist Church. Preacher.